0: Well, good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever it happens to be where you are listening to this podcast. This is Chris Keel doing the latest ASA podcast. So kind of waited to the last minute to do this because i wanted to report on what's happening with the labor market so this is friday morning and i'm looking at the latest jobs data pretty much what we expected and it is kind of good news bad news kind of depends on what side of the equation you're on so to preface this a little bit before we get into the latest numbers The biggest issue for literally years has been the labor market. We have been dealing with labor shortage for a very long time, particularly with manufacturing, particularly with ASA members. And this has had an impact on almost all the decision-making economically that we've seen, whether it's from Congress or the Fed or even other countries. The issue is pretty basic, and that is that by the end of this decade, all of the boomers will have reached retirement age, 76 million people. That has been putting a burden on the labor force for a long time. This is a group that has been retiring at the rate of around 20,000 a day, uh, and there just isn't a replacement cohort coming up. The smallest cohort is the Gen Xers, and the largest used to be the Boomers. Now it's Millennials, because uh, Boomers are, despite their efforts, dying off eventually. But the issue is that you've got a bunch of experienced senior people leaving the workforce, being replaced by less experienced, less senior people, and frequently we don't have the right skills coming up. We're all familiar with this. So from the Fed's perspective, what makes this complicated is that they normally will track... The behavior of the economy by looking at the unemployment rate and looking at the labor market. If they think they have had an impact on the economy, it's generally going to show up with those job numbers. So if they see unemployment rates going up, if they see hiring going down, then they can assume that they have done enough as far as raising rates but they haven't seen it. We have seen the unemployment rate still at record lows, around 3.5%, and today's numbers kept them at that same level. And they've seen a slowdown in hiring, but not really dramatic. And as a matter of fact, it came up just a little bit in this last month. Now, for three months running, we have seen less than 200,000 new jobs. But the latest numbers came in at 187,000, higher than it was in June, higher than it was in July. And be aware that this is August, <clears throat> so that 's significant in its own right, because we normally see more hiring in the summer there 's a lot of summer employment, um, you begin to see tourist areas and and vacation areas take on people. Those people are let go this time of year, and you normally don 't see a big surge now you see a little bit of one because of school you know you see a lot of teachers and support personnel hired, but not, not usually enough to move the needle that much. So we've definitely seen a slowdown in the number of jobs that have been offered, but not really a significant one. So the Fed is still a little bit in a quandary. Have they done enough to slow the economy? Is this time to reduce their decision-making around interest rate hikes? And it's not clear. Inflation is still a problem, Uh, it's still probably a point, point and a half higher than they would like to see it. The unemployment rate still suggests that there is room to reduce activity in the economy. There's still enough job creation to support growth. The big question for a lot of businesses is what sector they're in and what that is doing as far as employment. You're starting to see layoffs. But they're predominantly in high-tech areas. They're in areas that grew really rapidly in the pandemic year and the year after and are now starting to slow down somewhat. You still see a lot of hiring in manufacturing. You still see a lot of hiring in construction. You still are seeing a certain amount of hiring even in areas that have been pretty sensitive like retail and some of the services. Where you're seeing declines are when companies geared up for the additional activity that they saw because of the pandemic, and now they don't need as much of that, so they're beginning to produce. You're also seeing companies that are substituting robotics and technology for people. So, what does this all mean? We are still in a growth mode. We're still looking at GDP projections around 2.5, maybe even as high as 3. Uh, The latest GDP now data from the Atlanta Fed is pushing us up even to like 3.5. That will probably come down. We're now going into that time of year where the consumer drives everything, so we're going to be watching those different periods. Back to school has been relatively stable. Uh, we've seen quite a bit of, of growth there. That isn't as big a deal as it used to be, but it still kind of heralds the beginning of the holiday season. The big day to watch, and this will be an impact both from a hiring perspective and just retail, is Halloween. Halloween is now the second largest spending holiday in the U.S. calendar. And the average American, believe it or not, spends 400 bucks on Halloween. Now, many of you don't spend anything on Halloween, which means that some of you are really going nuts. And I'm probably in that category, given that it's my favorite holiday and I just acquired four new animatronic something or others from my front yard. Um, so I have a new witch and a new zombie, yeah, don't ask. So that's the signal of what the rest of the year is likely to be like. If Halloween is strong, then you start to get confidence about Black Friday, actually the entire month of November now is Black Vember, and then you go into the Christmas season itself. So if those numbers hold, then we'll see additional holiday hiring uh, both on the retail side. Lately, it's stronger on the transportation side because you're seeing a lot more online purchasing and that drives Amazon and UPS and FedEx and all the rest. So we'll be watching that pretty carefully. Overall, there's the sense that we continue to dodge recession predominantly because of the fact that we still are doing hiring, we are still seeing wages going up, and if that is happening, then it means the consumer has a job, has money, and is willing to spend it. So all of this combined to sort of suggest that third and fourth quarter should be pretty decent. We're probably not going to be breaking any records, but we're going to be close to where we've been the last two quarters, which means over 2.5, close to 3% growth. So long-winded way of saying that the second half of the year looks to be about as strong as the first half of the year, and that's pretty good news overall. So with that, I will let you go back to something more useful like making money, and we'll talk next time.